and I started thinking like maybe I like I want to own my own business this is awesome like that we're making stuff that people are buying and it just really kind of resonated with me and that's like one of the first memories I remember is that night just thinking like I think I want to do this someday Today's episode is brought to you by Il Primo Espresso Cafe. Il Primo is the oldest coffee shop in the Wichita area and has a wide variety of options such as the cookie crumble cold brew with hazelnut, Irish cream, and vanilla cold foam. Come down to Central and Woodlawn and try Il Primo today. If you enjoy the podcast, please head over to whatever podcast platform you use like Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a review. It really helps out the podcast. Our guest today is Kirsten Bender. I've known Kirsten for a long time, and she is the owner of The Pop Corner, located at Central and Greenwich on the east side, and also a west side location. We talk business, popcorn, and much more. Enjoy my conversation with Kirsten Bender. All right, I'm here at Il Primo with Kirsten Bender of The Pop Corner. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Landon? I'm doing well. Um, Can you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, like he said, I own The Pop Corner, and... um, my popcorn history goes way back. We can kind of talk about that here soon. But um, I, I'm i a new mom, so that's something kind of fun about me. Congrats. Um, I had a baby, thank you, <laughs> about a year ago. His name is Roman, and he comes to work with me every day, so that's a fun challenge. Um, our business is a family business, so I'm all about family. And um, I don't know, I would say if I have free time, which is very rarely anymore, <laughs> I like to do like creative things, so like baking, yeah. cooking, that type of thing. That's cool. like my favorite. So awesome! Yeah. And just to get into that popcorn history a little <laughs> bit deeper, um, for those of you guys that don't know, my family and I moved from Omaha, Nebraska, in 2001, and then we opened Vix Popcorn. I think it was 2004-ish. I think so. Yeah. Um, and so I was still in middle school or so, but. Um, we opened the popcorn store because Vic Larson had popcorn up in Omaha, and it was just a really big hit up there. We loved the popcorn balls, Rice Krispie Treats, all the great flavors, and decided Andover needed that. Um, and Kirsten was one of the first employees. Yes. So it was – I can go, like, really in-depth or – Go very in-depth. Okay. So our, my story kind of started um, – I was a senior in high school, and I needed – or going into my senior year, and I wanted to have my own, like, real job. So before that, I had just babysat, like, neighborhood kids and stuff. I'm like, you know, I want my first real job. So my dad and I were just kind of driving around Andover, and he was like, hey, I think a popcorn store opened. Like, we should really stop in. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. So we walked in, and I remember it was your mom and dad behind Mm -hmm. the counter, and they were just super nice. Like, we obviously didn't know them before that. And they gave us samples and just kind of told us all about their business and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know it was truly a mom and pop shop and it was just super fun and my dad like being the dad that he is he was like hey you should go apply there you know (laughs) they don't have any employees yet Raj yeah and I was like I don't know dad like a popcorn store that kind of just sound like I want to work at the Warren like all my friends are you know and and I was like I don't know um but I ended up 
like my dad, I think, had asked your mom mm-hmm. if they were hiring, and she's like, I think we are thinking about bringing yeah. someone on, but right now, like her and your dad were doing yeah. everything and getting startups. So, um, long story short, I don't know how, I don't even know if I applied, but all I remember is sitting at the table <laughs> with your mom, and she's like, when can you start? It was like the easiest interview ever, which was awesome because I was probably super nervous. <laughs> high school, of course. Yes, yeah. high school, first job, first interview. So I remember, like, you know, just starting in high school, and it was really just an educational experience for our customers. Yeah. So, you know, any business starting out, it's kind of slow in the beginning, and people would come in, and they're like, what is Vic's corn popper? Like, do you guys sell popcorn machines? Like, what is it? And are they, you Vic? Yeah, are you Vic? <laughs> like, they just didn't really understand what gourmet popcorn was. We had to – I remember, like, having to educate them. Like, yeah. they thought – their only experience with gourmet popcorn was like popcorn tins that they got probably from Sam's or something. And they've been sitting there for three months. Exactly. Or... And we're like, we make it fresh, like it was made today probably, you know. So it was just really interesting in the beginning, like educating the customers and then, yeah. you know, building that following up. I remember like helping with that. And the first Christmas was insane. Like none <laughs> of us were ready for that. I think, and it was it was so much fun. So oh, yeah, I don't really remember the first Christmas per se. They all kind of ran together yeah, for doing it for that long. Like but middle school probably, right? I think like sixth grade. Yeah. Or so. so I remember like remember. the early early days. The biggest thing I remember was just walking over from the middle school with all my yeah. friends, getting a slushy and like yes. feeling like the hot shot because it was my parents' store, like, and we were. I'm like, I'll go get it behind the counter. Don't yeah, worry. I got you. That's but, so funny. Yeah. So what was it like some during some of those early days? Like you had some of the other high school friends that worked there. And yes. We had a lot of, like, we called it the original Vicks crew. Um, I think just in the beginning, that first Christmas just, like, blew everybody away. Like, I remember, and I don't even know if this was the first or second Christmas, but just watching, like, how hard your parents would be there, like, night and day. Yeah. And now, like, as a mom, I'm like, holy cow, how did they make that happen? Like, I remember we'd have to tell your dad to, like, go take naps in the (laughs) truck outside because he had worked, like, all night. But just seeing, like, that work ethic, I remember thinking, like, this is like I want to do this they're working so hard like to build this up and this is so fun like to be a part of and you know just people coming in like super excited about the products because we're a store that sells popcorn like who had ever heard of that around these parts and um, I remember we would like drizzle the chocolate caramel mm-hmm. on the counter, yeah. like where everybody could like, and sometimes people would try to reach their hands in and we're like, <laughs> ooh, maybe not, don't don't touch it please. Right. But just, you know, educating people about it and they were just blown away by the creativity and yeah. everything, so. Yeah, I don't think some fun. people realize like how busy it gets and it's, it's from like crazy. what thanksgiving-ish time yeah. or december through almost the first the of the year, of the year. It's, yep. it's insane it's insane for sure i so. know uh like through high school and college one of my favorite things to do i mean being whatever 15 through 22 is like i'd be like i'll work the night shift and so yes. it's like me and like a lot of my best Those friends so would go fun. in till four in the morning mm-hmm. making caramel corn because you can only make so many batches at a time yeah and, and trying to explain that to customers that want like 30 tins at a time where like mm-hmm. you can't physically make it that fast like our machines yeah, only we, go there's so people fast. around the clock and it's like yeah you can only make four batches an hour or whatever yeah. caramel and then but it was fun yeah those are good times <laughs> um and so you mentioned it's a family business and so yeah. yours is like everybody in everybody's the family, involved much. yes so um i kind of just picked people up along the way so um i guess we can kind of fill in the gap mm-hmm. between so basically, I remember coming home from college, like you said, yeah. and working the holidays. I would come back whenever I could. Like, it was kind of crazy. Like, sometimes I would skip, like, 
Husker games. I was going to UNL. Like, That's Huskers. a big, yeah. it's a religion up there, yeah. It is, and I would, like, come home on the weekend, and my parents would be like, are we going to hang out? And I'm like, no, I just want to work. Like, <laughs> is that okay? Because I just loved, you know, being at Vix. It was just so much fun. And I think at one point I vaguely, vaguely remember, and maybe your mom remembers, I don't know, probably, because she called me. But um, I remember I was probably, like, 18 years old, and I told your mom, that if she ever sold the business, yeah. like I would definitely want be interested, like you know, because I yeah. just loved it so much. And um, you know, time went on, and I would come back for the holidays and stuff. And I remember one holiday, like coming back, and there was no popcorn on the shelf at mm-hmm. Christmas time, and we had backlogged like a million orders to to make and everything and I remember it was probably like getting close to 10 o'clock and everybody was like fizzling out yeah and I like asked your parents I'm like can Julie Julie's my best friend shout out to Julie shout out Julie <laughs> you better be listening <laughs> yeah I was like can Julie and I just kind of work all night and get these orders done and then can we make popcorn and stock the shelf yeah. and your mom was like you guys like we we're gonna be working so hard just to make everything for these orders but like if you can at least do the orders then you can go home, you can stay however late you want. And I was like, <laughs> I will literally stay all night if I can just stock the shelf. Because yeah. it got kind of awkward at a point where when people are coming in, people are coming nothing, in and yeah. they're like, where's the popcorn? Because we just couldn't I remember, yeah, I remember some of those yeah. times, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to work all night long. I'm going to make every batch. And I remember like what got me through that. <laughs> I'm kind of a night person anyway. But what got me through that overnight shift is like once all the orders were done, like let's say I was making cinnamon and I was stocking like all the bags on the shelf and I was like, okay, all these bags are gonna sell tomorrow. That's gonna make them like $200. And then I was like, next I'm gonna make fruity. All these bags are gonna be gone tomorrow. That's $200. So I remember like being really young and like thinking that, but I'm like, that motivated me to get through it. It was just like, my job is gonna make them money. Like, and then I started thinking like, maybe I like I want to own my own business this is awesome like that we're making stuff that people are buying and it just really kind of resonated with me and that's like one of the first memories I remember is that night just thinking like I think I want to do this someday like obviously I can't do popcorn because they have that (laughs) figured out but you know something I'll find something that I want to do because this is just so fun you know yeah you had that business mindset off the bat I think popcorn too is just either the bags or the tins is like so rewarding because you know like they're going to enjoy it with their family exactly that's going to be a great gift that somebody's going to love to receive and just the amount like the mass quantity of stuff that's moving in and out of the doors is pretty crazy to see crazy to think how much goes in and out so yeah and so I mean I made it through that overnight shift it was kind of kind of a long one but I remember, I think your parents called the next day, like around <laughs> 11 or 12, and they're like, can you come back and help? We're so, like sold out of everything I know you left at 7 a.m., but... <laughs> yeah, but it was just insanity. But um, so in the meantime, you know, I was in college going to school for business. Business. Um, I originally went, you might remember this, but I originally went for dentistry. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah and I forgot about that, that was like, I really, for some reason, thought I wanted to be a dentist, but I knew... I was going to go and get my degree in business because I wanted yeah. to have my own dentist office. Sure. So I figured that would be a good route. And I started taking those science classes at UNL and I'm like, I made it through biology, I made it through mm-hmm. chemistry. Organic chemistry hit me hard. I don't know if you ever had to take it. I never had to, but like Peyton that. has taken it and I know it's very So difficult. hard. And I was like, my brain doesn't really, I mean, I don't, I get it, but my brain doesn't really function this way. Like right. I feel like I'm not meant to do it. And so that's kind of the point where I was like, I had to think, I think it was sophomore year, 
I had to sit there and think like, do I really want to go down this path like of dentistry? I don't know if this is what I really want to do. And so I sat there, I remember I was in my sorority with my friends and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? You know? And they're like, well, you have your undergrad in business. So why don't you write some business plans or something and drop the dentistry? And so I did and, um, graduated with my business degree and I got a minor in marketing because I always loved the marketing part of it. Um, but then I ended up just like going to career fairs and I took a corporate job right out of college at Toys R Us and that was fun. I was an assistant manager working overnight. So Mm -hmm. I was like, Ooh, yeah, (laughs) night shift again. Like part of it kind of made my brain put me back into a place where I was like, wow, the seasonality of this business kind of mirrors the popcorn store. And I remember telling them that in my interview and they were like, Oh, that's some good experience that you have. And so I was, you know, busting my butt, working. And was that back in Wichita? That was in um, Omaha and okay. Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of all over the Omaha-Lincoln area and then in Council Bluffs, Iowa, for mm-hmm. a while, too. And when I was – so I got promoted to store manager after a couple years of working with Toys mm-hmm. R Us. And I just remember thinking, like, I'm working sometimes, like, 70, 80 hours a week salary, which yeah. kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. You're not getting that extra. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm just like, I like it, but – can't like I'm restricted since it's a yeah. corporation I have to do it this way I have to set my end caps to look right. like this and I'm like I think the end caps would look better this way or we'd sell them better this way right. but we had to do it a certain way because it's a corporation right. and they want their standards which makes sense but I just remember thinking like I want to I'm say I was saving up the whole time right. I was working I'm like I want to own my own business and yeah. do things my way and you know make it happen and sure. I was really down on myself you know, after one of the fourth Christmases, I think at Toys R Us, and I was like, "This is just so hard." If I'm working this hard, I wish it was for myself. Right. And you know, just kind of not happy with my career. And I remember my husband was like, "Well, you have some money saved up. Why don't you start seriously writing some business plans yeah. for stuff?" Because I knew I wanted to eventually move back to Wichita yeah. because I wanted to like raise my family there. And right. family's always been huge for me, so I wanted to be close to my parents and Absolutely, siblings yeah. I know and the stuff. Feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because you went away for a while too. Yep. Um, so you know, I was just trying to look at the Wichita market and think like, what could I, what could I do there? And every time I would like write or think about what my favorite job was, it was always the popcorn store. Yeah. Like my brain would just always come back to that. And I was like, gosh, I wish there was a way I could do something like that. But like, I live in Omaha and they have that tapped out, mm-hmm. you know, Wichita's your parents have it. Yeah. So like, what can I do? So I wrote a couple plans, like one for a gym, like a 24 hour gym and one for a restaurant. Yeah. But I just wasn't excited about them. And I'm, you know, I was just kind of in that stage when you're young and you're like, what am I going to do with my life? For sure. Everybody goes through that, I think. So literally around that time, I got a phone call from your mom and she was like, hey, we're thinking about selling the store. Do you remember when you said something (laughs) about that? And I'm like, stop. Like, literally, I have always wanted to to write. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the perfect timing, everything. And um, so I started writing a business plan right away for a popcorn store. And I knew that, like, I wanted it to be something that I could maybe have multiple locations someday. Right. I think at the time it was Andover Popcorn. Yep. And so, I mean, that would be doable, but I wanted it to maybe just have, like, a logo that we could brand easily and, right. you know, something like that. And 
I just always loved that it was on a corner. Like yeah. that was my mm-hmm. favorite part. People would walk in and like tell you their life story. Do you Lots remember of that? Glass. Oh yeah. People oh, yeah. would just be like, "Oh, I'm about to go to the grocery store now, and my niece is in town," and just oh, yeah. like unload on you. Or and the it was people that were worked near it, they would come yeah, in for their little just fifteen minute break, and, and, and yeah. And I just loved that. It felt like old fashioned to me, like where people, you know, had time to talk to you and yeah. just. It felt like a little escape away from everyday life. It's kind of lost in the business. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to find that anymore. So I knew I kind of wanted like an old-fashioned vibe to the business and stuff. So, And I've always been kind of a huge dork, which you probably know. (laughs) And So I thought I was sitting with my sister, and I'm like, what if we called it the pop corner because it's on the corner and it's popcorn? (laughs) So basic, (sighs) but I know, mind blown. So, yeah. That's how we came up with the name, and we wanted it to be kind of old-fashioned to recreate those sure. feelings that I felt when I worked there in high school and everything. And so Allie, my sister, mm-hmm. um, she was getting her degree in interior design, and while she was doing that, she also learned, like, all the design suites and everything. Right. So she knew how to do graphics, and I'm like, hey, you want to help me with the <laughs> logo? Because I, I don't know how right. to explain this to somebody, yeah, yeah. what I want it to look like. and. She sat there and we literally drew it on a napkin at my kitchen table in That's Omaha. Really cool, yeah. So it's like truly the kitchen table napkin story that people talk about. But I remember it would she'd email it to my dad because he was in Wichita and we'd be like, uh, let's see if we can curve the letters, you know, underneath right, yeah. to make it look a little bit more old fashioned. So mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time working on that and it's really cool to walk away like with our logo being on a lot of different things now that it was designed oh, yeah. by a family member. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of really cool, yeah. how we got started. Quick, yeah, quick step back on that. So we <laughs> started, no, you're, that was perfect. <laughs> that was actually more linear than I thought this was going to be. Um, but so we started at Vix because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was up in Omaha. And so my dad's name is Vaughn. And so <laughs> yeah. they would always ask if he Where, was Vic, Vic? <laughs> um, which he is not Vic. He's not Vic. Um, Vic He's Larson not is the guy that started it. And so then, um, I don't remember when it was, like 2011, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. Um, Vic had sold everything except for his like few stores in Omaha, I believe, yeah. to corporate. That's and so right. then they, so they like mandated the that they had to change it. Because you could go to the middle gas station in the middle of nowhere and you'd see a bag of Vic's that, popcorn. Yes, and you'd be like, wait, right. what? Where did that come from? Yep. But that was kind of the corporate Vic's. But mm-hmm. So then we had to change the name and then you had the opportunity to kind of rebrand it, like you said. So it yeah. wasn't just Andover, but you could make it more broad. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Um, so now you have a West Side store. Yes. So What's the story behind that? So, yeah. So, like, in the beginning, you know, when I took over, um, I was working behind the counter, which is my favorite thing to do. I don't get to do it very often <laughs> anymore. But I was helping all the customers. I was making all the popcorn. And I remember, like, customers coming in, and they're like, I just drove all the way here from Mays. <laughs> and I'm like, holy moly, like, that's a long ways away. Long that's drive. quite a commitment for the popcorn. I, You know, that's awesome. So we kept hearing that like over and over. And our first year was 2014, October. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was like around 2016. So two years in, we mm-hmm. had gone through two Christmases. And after you go through your first Christmas, I feel like you can take on the world. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's ridiculous. But we survived two of those. And um, I'm like, dad, what if we, my dad is my business partner, by the way, I guess I don't know if I got that far, but. I'm like, what if we open a little pop-up store on the west side? Because yeah. I've had a lot of people coming in. And that was one thing we had done at Toys R Us is we would open little pop-up stores like at the mall yeah, just for the idea. holidays. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I kind of learned that from them. And um, 
I'm like, let's find a location out there. So we did, and um, we opened October 2nd. And we had opened October 2nd at Andover, too. We mm-hmm. had gotten the keys from your dad. Yeah. I think it was the day like right after the Andover Days Parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we like painted and did a few little quick things that we could and we opened October 2nd out there too. So it was kind of special to open the West one right. around yeah. the same time. Um, so, you know, truly just intended to pop up out there and see if there was a market for it um, since we had heard so many people coming over to Andover from right. the West Side. So we opened our doors and we were going to close it at the end of December. And I just remember like, Westsiders are like super nice. <laughs> I know you grew up in Andover with me. Right. We're nice too out Westside. east, but Westsiders, I think they're honestly, I think they're nicer. This might not Ooh. be a popular <laughs> comment, but <laughs> this should be a podcast for yeah. everybody. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll start the war later. Yeah, but. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, they were just coming in and like coming up to our counter out west and like shaking our hand and they're like, thank you for coming out here. Like, That's really this cool. is so cool. Like, we've been looking forward to this for so long and they were just super warm and supportive out there and. You know, our sales, we did pretty good. And we sat down at the end, after we survived that third Christmas with two stores, we sat down and we thought like, okay, we did survive having two, (laughs) which was terrifying. And we have some really awesome staff out here, like really, really good staff. One of them who is actually the store manager now out West started at VIX with us too. So that was really fun, Megan. Mm -hmm. Um, Megan's awesome. Yeah. And I'm like, I would hate to say goodbye to these people because you know, they weren't, they knew their, their job was seasonal, but they right. didn't work like their job was seasonal. They yeah. were like really invested in the business too. And so we had put a lot of time and money building it out. Like we literally got on our hands and knees and scraped the carpet glue off the floor oh, ourselves. Wow. Like yeah. that's great. You know, that was it's probably <laughs> one of my worst moments as a business owner. <laughs> I wanted to save like maybe a thousand dollars by scraping it on my own, but yeah. you know, every penny counts. Yeah, for sure. Um, we had just spent so much time and energy that we're like let's try it like the sales were kind of there to support it and i'm like let's see if we can make a crack at it yeah so it became a permanent store and that was really fun and another tie with the the family is you ended up hiring one of my cousins jared Jared so it's funny how that all works out how's he doing he's good good. i need to see jared i haven't seen him in forever it's so funny Mm -hmm. small world um, so did you have a bunch of ideas of what you would change then? Like prior to my mom making that phone call to you, did you have ideas like if I ever took over the popcorn store, well, was it just kind of flooding back when she called? I think everybody kind of has that. I'm sure my employees have a lot and I encourage them to share them with yeah. me because yeah, I mean, I did have some ideas. I was like, Ooh, what if we made this flavor? Mm-hmm. But the coolest thing, and I think looking back, one of the, my favorite parts was your parents were very open Oh yeah, and they were like, try it like let's make yeah. this Random flavor i'm trying to think of one right now but i can't all think kinds. of a specific one but i remember like they would try to make you know like a candy bar or certain flavor yeah. or something but like sometimes yeah. it would be really bad well but and, and you sometimes it'd be really good. exactly yeah. exactly but, yeah, it was but really cool. they would like let us do that stuff and i think that was really empowering for my young mind i was like ooh, like they let me do that would i ever been able to do that at toys r us or a corporation right. no like you have to do things by the book so and that, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my, I think, best things about working there is just feeling empowered. And you guys were in a lot of sports. Yeah. And so, like, your parents would go watch Always your games. Yeah, they would not yeah. miss that stuff. Yeah. And so they would, they were like, Kirsten, you're in charge of the store this weekend. And I'm like, ah, like, I'm 18. And, <laughs> right. But they had that trust yeah, in me. Yeah, they did. That's really And cool. I think that really helped, too. I'd never considered myself a leader in high school. I was kind of shy and, like, 
not reserved, but yeah. I never would have thought of myself as a leader in high school. So it was just them like having that trust too really right. went a long ways. And so that was kind of fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So do you think two is the like optimal amount for Wichita <laughs> or is there room for growth oh, more? There is, I think there's room for growth um, south, hopefully yeah, like someday. Or something maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, the newest thing that we're doing and I, announce it on here hopefully Let's do it do whatever you uh, want haven't it's really officially announced it but it can go on here first but so my dad wants to do more yeah. stores and he would love to take it national um what i told him now is since i had a baby last year i'm like i can't do any more stores right. like now because i want to be a good mom and i want to be i want to have balance and i can't just halfway devote time to things i have to go like all right. in so I didn't want my baby to take a backseat or my family. Yeah. So I'm like, Salty Dad, juggle. exactly. I'm like, what if we do a food truck? And ooh. he's like, ooh. <laughs> and my sister-in-law, shout out to Carissa. Hopefully you'll listen to this. <laughs> um, she texted me a picture of a, like a trolley that she saw rolling around up yeah. in Nebraska. She lives up in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And it was a food truck trolley. And I'm like, that is literally on brand, like oh, so hard for so, us. Yeah. So my dad's, I showed him the picture and he like freaked out and he starts finding like trolleys secondhand and he's really good at that stuff. Yeah. So he found one in West Palm Beach, Florida, and we literally trucked it here. So Did we have really? it. That's it's exciting. behind our store right now. And it just uh, at our East store and we have to outfit it, which will be yeah. kind of expensive and time consuming, but we have it purchased. So that'll be really cool. That'll be a hit. That, I'm thinking Wichita is such a good city for food trucks. I it think really is. Really even supportive. just like the, down at like the water walk by those, like yeah. by the Hyatt, they have like a little food truck deal every now and then once a month or so. And yeah. And Wichita state and we already work with Wichita state. So I'm hoping hopefully we can get in at their food truck yeah. plaza there. That's really cool. That's exciting. So just like concerts, Riverfest, hopefully, I mean, I just think it's such a great city for it that we can maybe yeah. even run it like five days a week, and oh, that can so be too. like our third store outlet for now yeah, because I idea. can't, I can't do anything. I've seen his evolution of uh, Riverfest carts yes. and everything. So. He built that with his bare hands too. He loves building things, so the engineer this will be his out. little yeah. project. Yeah, for sure. So it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, even down the road, if you guys, I mean, go head to head with like Garrett's or somebody Whoa. like that down the I road. I love Garrett's. So. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's a bigger brand or something. Send some to Oprah, I think, is how you do it. And yeah, then... I don't know how to do that, but that would be a good way to try. Yeah, to I'm get sure going. she has taste testers or something. That yeah, <laughs> maybe make sure just to double check. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. Um, so let's see here. So you guys have a, it's not just popcorn. What else do you guys offer? So I know back in the day it was popcorn, Rice Krispie treats. They have the popcorn balls are classic. And then we had kind of slushies and then eventually fudge. And so how else have you guys? The slushies were so fun, but I was like, oh, they kept like leaking everywhere. And there was such a mess and they were loud. And man, it killed me to get rid of those. But just having, they were older machines because, you know, they they opened with us. So. I was like, I don't want to buy another machine. They were going to be $25,000 for a new really? IC machine. And I'm like, I think you know your dad what? could build one for that. Yeah. <laughs> my dad kept fixing it and, like, bless his heart, it just was like they had to go. That's like a full-time job. To yes. Running, yeah. And just sticky messes everywhere. So I was like, what could we do that would be more, like, on brand with old-fashioned? Yeah. And so um, we came up with the Fresh Squeeze Lemonade. Yeah. So that's been mm-hmm. kind of popular for spring and summer. And then in the winter, we do like a hot cocoa and hot cider bar where they can like add their own toppings. But we still do the popcorn balls, the Rice Krispies, Mm -hmm. um, all the popcorn flavors, a lot of them. And then we never did butter. Did that ever? 
We seem weird did. to you, but we never did no, butter yeah. at Vix. People, but people always would ask, ask for it because I think people think see the popcorn and they immediately think like movie popcorn yes. and they're like, oh, and I want some like, butter. We we're don't like, do that. Well, it's we're too salted. And yeah. It's fancy. So we never did butter before, but I was like, I'm gonna try butter. I didn't. Yeah. I honestly didn't know how to do it because we I'm, never did. Just a big. Yeah, yeah, so we pump it on. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> so we like started popping it with the butter oil yeah. and the butter salt with it, and butter's like one of our best sellers now, which makes yeah. like I total mean, sense. sense. I don't yeah. know why it took so long. I think I was like three years in before yeah. I even thought of that. You Honestly, know, give the people what they that, want. So, yeah. They want butter, so yeah. we'll do it. Um, and then we also do fudge. So fudge yeah. is like I'm trying to grow our fudge line a little bit more. Right now, my mom makes all of it. Phyllis, she's. Shout out to Phyllis. Shout out. And she um, wraps each square, like quarter pounds, so they can just grab and go. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's kind of a fun line for her and keeps her very busy. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort, especially with a variety of flavors. So. Oh, yeah. We like to be creative that way, too. (laughs) Um, So you guys did come across, I don't know if it was a challenge, and I don't know the full story about it, and I'm sure there's some politics involved or something, but moving down the the road down central to your new location how was that process was that difficult uh yes that was probably my biggest occupational struggle so we're hitting our five-year mark in october (laughs) and out of the whole five years that has been the hardest moment for me um so we had come off of our really high high of you know deciding to keep our west location and that was so january of 2017 hit we had just done the two stores one out east or one in andover one out west and we were so excited because we're like, that was such hard work building right. that store. We're keeping it like 2017 is going to be our year where we can just yeah. kind of chill and, you know, fine yeah, tune yeah. the brand and take not take time off really because you can't take a lot of time off when you own a business. But we were just planning on like a low key year, right. 2017. Well, we got a notification from our basically our landlord had told us we want to move a national chain into your Andover store and they'll be next door to you and i'm thinking that's awesome like the only nothing's been there since dollar general moved out they built like their own store in andover and so it's kind of just been vacant there so i'm like that'd be so cool to have a neighbor and this will be great bring more people our way and and we had just kind of used paid them like a little bit for the holiday storage to use that vacant space so i was like oh that'll kind of be a bummer we won't get that extra what we called it our warehouse but like darn we'll lose our warehouse but hey it'll be worth it during the slow times of the year to have a neighbor well then they said well we're gonna take half of your square footage to do that and i was like oh my (laughs) like that's not no like that's not gonna happen um turns out and this is like a lesson everybody learns when they everyone learns lessons when they own a business but i had signed so your parents had expanded i want to say almost a quarter almost half of what the original Vicks used to be. They Mm -hmm. expanded and added that other room. And then, so when I bought the assets and everything, that room was part of it. Well, then after that, I had expanded, I want to say another 800 square feet after Mm -hmm. that. So we had a huge (coughs) space in Andover, and it was bougie. It was awesome. (laughs) Like, we had the space we needed. It was really cool. Yeah, I loved how big it was. It was perfect. We just, you know needed to build the traffic up so that was always going to be like our flagship location we had Mm -hmm. built it exactly the way we wanted to well when i expanded after your parents expansion i had signed a month-to-month lease on that and i guess fully grasping that i didn't really understand at the time what i was doing 
So they said, well, we're taking that because you're month to month. So obviously that's right, going to go away. They, they can yeah, do what legally, they want. do whatever they want. Yeah. And then they're like, we'd like to make it even and take the part that your parents had expanded to to make it an even space for them. And I was like, well, how can you take that? And they're like, well, it's year three. Your lease is up for negotiation oh gosh, at year three. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like. So in my mind, it had been there since high school. Right. It was it's a just permanent. Part of it, yeah. it's, it's, it was the popcorn store. Like you can't just take that from us. You know, like we've been here forever. Right. And so it was like very, very heartbreaking. And you know, people see the dark side of business, unfortunately. Yeah. And it was just like a straight business deal. Like they wanted that big tenant in there because they signed longer bigger leases, name, bigger names, more money, for, yeah. you know. And we were just like a small fry compared to right. them. So it was one of those things that there was just no way we could stay there because they were taking half of our right. square footage. So it's like how, like if someone were to take half of your home, like could yeah. you live in your home? Probably, right. yeah. but would you want to? No. Right. <laughs> it yeah. would just be Especially miserable. Especially once you're used to all that yeah. extra space, yeah. So we were forced to kind of look for a new spot. And unfortunately, it was never my goal to leave Andover. I actually bought, me and my husband bought our house like where we are in Andover yeah. so I could like walk to work every day which I yeah. totally did it was awesome but so I plan on being there forever um, but we had to go find something so yeah. there wasn't like really any good corner locations in Andover so and it had to be a corner it had to be a corner because pop corner um, so I started driving down central I'm like let's just find like the nearest thing we can find and I remember that day that they said like basically they're like we're gonna take it yeah. we can you know so I'm like, Dad, let's go get in the car and drive. Yeah. And we did, and we found like our new east location that mm -hmm. same day, and we had signed a lease. What was there? Within was a week. there anything in there? It was Battle Stations Gaming, oh, which I vaguely yeah. remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. So it was perfect. We love the location out east now. It turned out, you know, Andover's my home, so it was heartbreaking. But now, like just being like in the Wichita vicinity, we yeah. get so much more traffic. Well, and it's, it's kind five of crazy. minutes away from Andover it's people, five minutes but it's away. five or 10 minutes closer to everybody else. Yeah, so. and I and I live in Andover and I drive right by it almost every day right. to go into Wichita Wherever, and yeah. stuff. So we figured it would be a great location, like even for Andover folks. Unfortunately, our El Dorado and you know Rose yeah. Hill have to drive a little further, but yeah. So that's kind of how that happened, but yeah. you know, it, the silver lining is like our business has grown from yeah. it. So ultimately that was the goal is to grow the business to yeah, the definitely. point where Wichita and maybe it could even expand beyond Wichita someday. Sure. So yeah. it was a good business decision. It was just very hard. Right. At the time I like cried almost every day for like a that's month because yeah, I'm like, really you know, rough. so much history here and it was yeah, tough. So. Sure. Did you make it over to Churn and Burn quite a bit then? Oh man, I love Churn and Burn. That They're so dangerous nice for me too. too would have been in high school and college for sure. Is Emperor's right there too? <gasps> I, I love Emperor's. I swear it's we like kept Emperor. Like we paid probably their mortgage. I swear in sales. Like the first while mm -hmm. we were building out our East store, we went there like almost every day. It's good. It's, it's probably so the best fried good. rice, especially if you're money in Wichita. Yeah, thought, they're so. killing it here. They do a great job. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there? Anything that surprised you about being a business owner? I mean, there's probably a lot, um, but anything that stood out? That's a good one. Um, so I told your mom this last time she came in. I still see her like <laughs> every once in a while when she comes into the store. But um, so I was like, hey, why didn't you warn me about how hard it would be to train people? <laughs> <laughs> like training is very, very challenging. And I think like I have really high expectations for my staff as far as customer service because from the moment I bought the company 
we got a lot of adversity and pushback from like financial lenders didn't want to lend us money because they're like nobody needs popcorn to survive yeah. like you guys and not an essential, somebody yeah. this isn't really related but somebody flat out told us you will not be in business a year like this is a terrible plan run don't you walk pin that up on your board yeah. or something super <laughs> motivational quote i want to make a poster mm -hmm. of it but um so yeah that was kind of my mindset i'm like we have to find a way around that because it, it's true nobody needs popcorn to survive um so i told my staff i'm like the original group that we had i'm like we need to make a connection with people you know i kind of explained my story of how i what i felt when i worked there like people wanting to talk and yeah. like converse and stuff um i want my stuff to give samples out because i love samples like i go to costco oh, like yeah. who doesn't love right. the samples it's the best part so i'm like that's kind of a way to connect with people um nifty nuthouse does a great job of that yeah they do you know so we're like we're gonna do a lot of samples we're gonna talk to people so our expectations are pretty high with customer service so we kind of start everybody that works for us training them on that because if i if you're gonna be behind our counter you have to know how to help a customer because otherwise right. if you walk away from the customer they don't know that you're not trained on ringing them up you know right. so it just kind of looks rude um so i always start them there and then just making everything you know there's just yeah. so many ways you can mess up yeah there are and so just the whole training process is kind of exhausting sometimes yeah. for me and my mom and my west manager and i'm sure our employees too but yeah. that has been pretty eye-opening is just trying to find a way to streamline it and make it a little easier sure that makes sense working on that for sure um do you have any advice for future business owners or people that want to start even like a food place or even just a business in Wichita what advice would you have for people yeah so Wichita in general is I knew I wanted to open my mm -hmm. business here um when we left though for college I didn't feel like it was as cool as it is now yeah, and now I think, it's, I think it's so cool and like just meeting all the different business owners that I've gotten to meet over the past few years of doing this, everyone's really supportive. Mm -hmm. Like they'll be like, oh, you own the popcorner. I love the popcorner. And then right. I find out what they own and I'm like, I go there all the time too. And I think Wichita has a really good entrepreneurial spirit and we're all very supportive of new businesses. So I would say like, first of all, you're opening it in a great spot, mm -hmm. um, but just be like, don't be afraid to really think about your business and think like, do I have a good niche market? Um, you know, sometimes people have a really great idea, but their mar target market is very narrow. Right. And so don't be afraid to just take an objective look at your business or have someone else look at it. Um, Kansas Small Business Development Center, have you mm -hmm. heard of them? I have not. They helped me get like connected mm -hmm. with a lender that would actually loan to us nice. because we Everyone got rejected yeah. twice. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking because in my heart, I'm like, this is what I it's meant to idea, do. This yeah. is like my Disney dream <laughs> coming yeah. true. Like, you're not going to tell me I can't get a loan on it. But we got told that two times. So we went to KSBDC and they are part of Wichita State. Okay, maybe I have heard of them. I just yeah. haven't heard, heard the full name before. Cool. Yeah, so it's free. So I would recommend going to them. Yeah. And, you know, well, when you're first starting out, it's you need every penny you have. And so free was really, really appealing to me. But not only is it free, but they do great work. So they do business consulting and nice. they checked our financials over and helped us like clean them and, you know, really scrub it. And, you know, they were, they weren't afraid to say like, are you sure? Like, do you think right. you can do it? And, you know, we just knew, I, like I knew I could do it. My dad knew we could do it. Right. We were gonna go forward with it, but they had our back and they believed in us and they helped connect us with lenders because yeah. that is so hard to find someone that right. you can convince to give you money. 
it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. But you can't really start without it in a lot of cases. Yeah. So I would say definitely go to them. And then if you can find a mentor to run ideas by, like I'm lucky to have my dad as a partner. Yeah. And then my mom, I got her into it. <laughs> and so I bounce ideas off of them and vent off yeah. of them. But not everybody has that sort of situation. Right. So definitely find a mentor and they have them at KSBBC. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. I'll have to link that up so people Free. can check that out. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else that we might have missed that you want to talk about with the popcorn? Um, I'm trying to think. Do you have any memories of me? Like I remember you running in after school like with your <laughs> backpack and like you said oh, getting yeah. icy oh, yeah. and your youngest brother was like and now he's like a football he was like star. A baby. He was a baby, like running in, with, and his backpack was bigger than him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now to think about that, I can still that, picture him that size. Yeah. I can. I'm like, oh, and now both out. brothers are bigger than me. Yeah. And, yeah. So I don't know. I was just curious, um, like not what a specific, I thought off about top of my head. Just kind of, just in general, just being in there after school, being in there working with you guys, you yeah. and Kimberly and yes. everybody else. Yeah, uh, it was yeah, so fun. Who else? Ashley, Elise. Elise, kind of yeah. Starter people. That the was, original that was good times, OG yeah. Vix crew. That's yeah, right. That was awesome. Some of them still help me out at Christmas. It's yeah. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You put Julie to work when she comes I back. I do in put town? Julie to work. She has to work. And <laughs> Jennifer Geisler's helped me. Emma. Yeah. yeah. Shout so out to everybody. I'm sure I'm missing people and I don't mean we'll to. We'll just shout out Pat real quick since he's yeah, the only Ricky, family member. <laughs> yes. He does all the deliveries, my brother, and all the pickups. And my mom does all the fudge. And helps me like stay sane out east, and then uh, my dad does like almost everything, but he's trying to do facilities, yeah. yeah, and keep our machines running and stuff, which yeah. I'm sure you remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> your dad doing that. So mom is always fixing something. So good times. <laughs> um, so where are your locations at? Just so people that don't know, east and west. Yeah, so our east one is at Greenwich and Central, in the same strip mall as Emperor's, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then right by Churn and Burn. And then our west one is at 21st and Tyler, and it's right by Sherry's, kind of. We like to Mm -hmm. landmark next to Sherry's because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's a pizza ranch opening out west, so I'm kind of excited about that. I actually haven't been to the west uh, popcorn location yet, so I don't don't go west very often. Yeah, because you live out east, too. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to go check that out sometime. Yeah. Very cool. Um, All right, so we're going to mix it up just a little bit, just some kind of off-the-wall questions that I pull (laughs) from other podcasts and everything. So. Is there something you often recommend to people? Um, it doesn't have to be business related, but it can be, whether it's a book, podcast, a TV show or movie that you like. Um, so just for people in general or people that are owning business? Whatever you want to do. Well, I've always been really passionate about music. So music like calms me down. Um, I kind of listen to like all kinds. Like one day I might be listening to Metallica, the next day it could be like classical. Like <laughs> I just love music in general. So. Um, I would say maybe finding like your favorite band or something if that's what works to calm you down like downtime is big and that's hard for me to get much of anymore Um, I love reading too I don't get to watch a lot of TV unfortunately but I love reading I've been reading Rachel Hollis a lot I don't know if you know her she's kind of like inspirational geared towards women but I'm sure men can read her books too do you have a favorite book or so um no, it's hard to pick a favorite. I, I, lo- I just love reading in general. Yeah. Like wh- I might be reading like a business book one day, the right. next day I might be reading like British literature, like really <laughs> weird. I'm just all over the place. So cool. yeah, I'll have to link up some reading stuff. is relaxing for me. Definitely. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite failure? <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be popcorn, but again, Ooh. it can be if you'd like to. Okay. Um, well, we can maybe. T- mm. I told you I wanted to be a dentist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was kind of a failure. What, what, I guess what made Not you really. change from that path? 
just um, not wanting to do just it? Just, like, my, I realized that like, my brain didn't really understand science. Like, I felt like it should in order yeah. to really be passionate about it, and I didn't, like, feel that spark. Um, so I'm like, you know, if I'm not even, like, really feeling super inner, right. you know, excited about it before not I get my degree yet, or even yeah. go to dental school, like, something's wrong there. Yeah. So now this worked out really well because now I just send people to the dentist with my products. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, like it's all connected. It's a circle of life. It really is. Um, but actually, I was thinking about this today. When I first started the Pop Corner, we, on our shelf, sold low-calorie caramel and cheddar. Because I saw Vix did it when I lived in Omaha. Interesting. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, I've always kind of been health conscious. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's a great idea. So I developed a recipe for the low-calorie caramel and cheddar. And I made it a regular flavor. And it just, like, was the worst flop ever. Really? And it took me, like, two years before, like, my staff would be like, it never sells. Like, we're having so to discount it. just wasn't selling? It just wasn't yeah. selling. Or people would get it by mistake. And they would come back and be like, I didn't know this was the low calorie. Like, can I change yeah. it out? Like, I want the full fat in my popcorn. <laughs> well, I guess if you're coming in for popcorn, <laughs> so like, maybe you just know yeah, that you're... <laughs> like, I didn't even think, you know, that was kind of yeah. silly of me, but, you it's know... It's not a bad idea, yeah. though. You think that... Yeah. So we'll do it, like, in January. We usually do it the first week after the idea. holidays yeah. to, like, lighten everybody up. And yeah. they taste pretty good, but not not a good seller. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That was a flop. That's really funny. <laughs> I forgot um, about that. What is your definition of success? Ooh. Get deep real quick. Oh, that is very deep. So, um, I would say most people are working towards hopefully a successful future. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always, like, forward thinking, so I'm like, oh, once I lose my weight, I'll be, like, here, you know. Right. But I think just, like, being healthy and balanced mm -hmm. is very good. Um, so, like, resting, eating well. Yeah. Um, I try not to eat all the popcorn, even though it's delicious, but <laughs> trying to eat, like, vegetables and stuff. And then just, like, doing something that you absolutely love, but hopefully making money because you have to be a contributing right. member of society, right. I truly think, is very, very important. So um, just finding what really makes you driven and, yeah. like, what is your ultimate career path, but then finding a way to do that, but also keep balance in your life, mm -hmm. to me, is successful. Very cool. Yeah, so I'm I like that constantly a lot. working towards that. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, do you have a life motto you live by, or what's some of the best advice you've received? Um, so my life motto. This is kind of crazy, but I'm a Christian, mm -hmm. and so I was, you know, raised to be a Christian. And my favorite Bible verse is Philippians 4:13. Mm -hmm. We can do all things through Christ who yep. strengthens us. So that is my favorite, like that would be my life motto. So yeah. when things get crazy, like Christmas time, yeah. December 20th, you can catch me like <laughs> chugging coffee in the back room. Only five days. I need to get like a drip, <laughs> like a camelback or something with coffee, something crazy like that. But it's just so insane and I just sit there, like I think I texted our West manager and my mom last year, like a picture of that Bible verse at a That's really awesome. good time of the year because we all needed it. But you know, it's very simple and it's just resounds with me yeah. because it's like this is my life i'm working really hard but it's really like god's plan you Absolutely, know and it's 100%. all in his hand and that's kind of what i believe not to yeah. be super religious on here but no that's perfectly fine with me i think it's yeah. it shows just through your story how one door would close and another door would open and kind of the perfect timing of you wanting to come back and start a business and yeah kind of my parents were kind of getting burned out and ready to step yeah, aside I can and see so how after god, 10 god years opening that door ready. for you guys that was awesome yeah it, it's been so great so you know just kind of that's that's what gets me through the tough times yeah and 
keeps me going. I love that. Yeah. Um, are there any habits that you've developed over the past couple of years that have most improved your life? And I, I'm sure it changed in the past year when Roman was born. Yes, but. <laughs> it does change a lot. Um, every year, kind of different. Um, so I guess we'll be religious again. Let's do it. I do a 10-minute Bible study every morning. Yeah. And so it took me a while to, like, build that as a habit mm-hmm. because sometimes I'm tempted to get on and, like, check my Instagram or oh, Facebook, yeah. it's too easy email, right there. you know. Like, I have two emails that I have to check every day. So I see all those notifications, but I tell myself, like, no, we're going to do our Bible study first. Yeah. And it only takes me about 10 minutes, but I'm trying to get through the whole Bible. And so I think just having that time, 10 minutes in the morning, to do that first yeah. has really helped me just kind of not start my day out stressfully. Sure. That's because awesome. sometimes you'll see an email in the morning and you're like, whoa, rewind. I don't, yeah. I didn't want to see that yet. You know, mm-hmm. just not very often, but yeah, you know, I'm it's, sure it's hard does. to make time for that. And I think it's important too. I try to do that every morning as well, but like that's awesome. sometimes I'll get up and go work out before work. And yes, for whatever reason, like I'll prioritize that over my quiet time. And yeah. I'm like, that's not, and my priorities are not right. I, I need know. to make like use an hour quiet time instead yeah. of an hour working out every day. But an hour would be great. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. So are you just using in. an app that so kind of tells you what to read each day? Yeah. So I use first five. I'll show you, show it to you. Yeah. Um, it's kind of geared towards women, but yeah. I feel like it doesn't really need to be like they don't, they just kind of sometimes when they do their little, they do like a weekend podcast and yeah. sometimes they'll say like sure. ladies, but Fair I right. mean, it really doesn't yeah. have to so be. So is there like women. a lot of, uh, extra stuff or is it mostly just reading? Um, so you read like a Bible verse, mm-hmm. like a, uh, chapter, mm-hmm. not like a ton, but it's usually about five minutes of actual scripture. And okay. then they do, they have a lot of different writers yeah. that are like ordained and That's cool. they write for them. And so they kind of dig into the scripture more, which is what I need, oh, yeah. especially Same. with the old Testament ones. Those yeah. are kind of tough. I've tried in past years. I, I had an app that basically just tells you, okay, in 365 days, this mm. is what you need to read each day to finish mm-hmm. the Bible. And I'll make it's it a lot. February or March or April kind of fall off. And yeah. I'm like, I was just making myself do it. I don't know if I was getting anything out of it it's more hard. than just making myself read it. If and you I'm just like, read that, yeah, the scripture, exactly. sometimes it's really hard to like get a lot out of it. And so I like that they kind of dig into yeah. it. So you'll have That's to really check cool. it out. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, so what is your favorite part of Wichita? Or is there a hidden gem that you like in Wichita? I was trying to think of a hidden gem. So I think, well, this isn't hidden, but we're sitting in one that I love. Il Primo. Yeah. Um, I've ridden my bike from Andover to here, which is... Have you really? That was a long ride. Me and my, my sister Allie did that. Um, but I just love, like, going, finding those local places. So yeah. they're, like, everywhere. Um, when we did Roman's birthday, I wanted, like, cake, and I wanted cookies. And I was like, what are some... We have great local bakers here. Like, who yeah. can I get that's local? I don't want to, like, buy it from Dylan's. you know? Right. It'd be way cheaper, but... Uh, we did two different local bakers and they were amazing like we got so many compliments on it um so i don't know i love restaurants so like i love eating (laughs) so me and kyle will go to like breweries in town like i love norton's and just all of them are awesome i hate to name one when i could name like a million yeah but even like in Andover, where we grew up, like mm-hmm. Timbuktu is amazing. Timbuktu is amazing. That, uh, that's definitely a hidden yes. gem. Yeah. He's done a lot with Spalding's yeah. over there, Ray. Like that place is really cool. Um, Poplar. Like there's yeah. just so many in town. That's it's a good point, yeah. really hard to name them all. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I just encourage people, like if you're tempted like to go to Outback Steakhouse, like where can we go instead? Like maybe Greystone or yeah. somewhere local. Yeah, definitely. Instead. So. I agree with that. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, is there anything you wish that Wichita had that it doesn't? Or what would you improve about Wichita? Totally contradictory, <laughs> but I would be down with the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> everybody says that on the podcast. Like, almost everybody has I, mentioned that. I mean, that, yeah. that's awful, but... Um, have you had Wichita Cheesecake? No, I, I haven't keep meaning to go there. They're in the train station, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I need to get out yet, there. So with the weight loss school, I've been a little <laughs> limited, but... Um, yeah, I'd be down with Cheesecake, but... Um, a beach? Beach would be nice. Yeah, be <laughs> we awesome. don't have one of those. Can we get a beach somewhere? Somebody mentioned <laughs> on the podcast that they, they like the ocean so they could go yes, surfing. So. Exactly. <laughs> that would be great. Like maybe no, someday. I don't know. We have I don't know. I love that about Wichita and people like make fun of me that I have a few friends that like can't wait to leave. Right. Because they don't see Wichita as amazing as I do. But it's really came a long way in the past decade. It's and a honestly, long way. the thing I love about it is like the people have really good values here. Yeah. Everybody's pretty nice to you. And we really have, like, everything you need. Like, yeah. I don't need to buy, like, luxury brands. We have some of those, though. But we have everything you need without the traffic. Yeah, exactly. And I hate traffic. Yeah. So I think the only stuff great. that we really, like, don't have that we would, like, people would really like is, like, oceans and, like, yeah. mountains. But it's like, yeah. obviously, there's nothing we can do but about you know that what? stuff. So. Like, I love traveling so much. And I think that might be why is because we don't have that stuff yeah. here. So every time I travel, it's it Colorado or California or Florida. I'm like blown away by the beauty of yeah. it because we don't have it. I have some family in Colorado Springs and we've asked some of my girl cousins that were like high school, college age, like, do you guys just like wake up every morning like yeah. glowing because you're like looking <laughs> at them they're like, eh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. They're like on the side of a mountain and we're like. See, and that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Like they should be, but yeah. it's just normal. I mean, if you yeah. see it every day, it's not exciting. So, yeah. but you no, know, I love it here. And like just even people like you that were like, we chose to come back here. We've lived yeah. in some cool places yeah, too, for sure. but. You know, there's something about Wichita, something in the water here. Corpus, and there was love. a beach, and we're back in yeah, Wichita. So. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, just kind of one more. What does Wichita mean to you? Um, so, that's a good one. I think, like, kind of just like what we talked about, to me, it's home. So, I was born in California, and then we, my parents moved here when mm -hmm. I was seven. But, like, ever since growing up, school and everything, like, yeah. it's just my home. And, so, like, I lived in Omaha and Lincoln, and I love the Huskers. I love mm -hmm. Nebraska, but it just wasn't home. And right. so home is really, like, wherever your family is and, you know, where you grow up. But just something about Wichita, like, just had me wanting to come back. And, um, like I said, just, you know, we have great things here, and people are doing awesome things here. And yeah. so I think just the support and I don't – we don't get customers really that are mad coming in. Yeah. Maybe it's because we sell popcorn and it's fun, but <laughs> like you don't get angry people very right. often. So just having the support from the community right. is really, really cool. Awesome. So I think that's the best part about Wichita to me. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was awesome. I'm glad we could kind of connect our stories and share it with everybody. I don't yeah. think a lot of people knew that connection. So yes. It was that awesome was fun. To talk Takes about me it. back. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, everybody go visit um, the Pop Corner, and I'll link up some of the stuff we talked about. And thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you, Landon. Thank you for listening. Check us out on all our social media under at Wichita Life ICT. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review and share with your friends. If you'd like to support the podcast, head over to Patreon and help us grow the podcast. Thanks again.